Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him and he saw God's spirit descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from the heavens said, This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. This is the gospel of the Lord. Questions about my name have followed me my whole life. Kogan, wow, that's a, that's a unique name. Where does it come from? What does it mean? Is it a family name? Or my personal favorite, how'd your parents come up with that? I've become quite fond of this interaction Some of us have already had it. As for the questions, I have no idea. The name's origin, its nationality, or what it means. You can come up with your own meaning. It's not a family name. And if or when you get to meet my parents, you should ask them how they came up with that or why they chose to plague me with this practical joke for my whole life. Shakespeare, by way of Juliet, quipped, What's in a name? A rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Meaning that a name is nothing more than what we infer upon it. The emphasis that we give it. And while there is certainly some truth to that, In our culture, we give enormous emphasis to names and even more so to titles. Titles impress. They grant authority, respect, sometimes even honor. And we've worked hard to get these titles. Maybe they're letters after or before your name. Maybe it's a phrase. Doctor, engineer, mother, teacher, director. So often we hide behind these titles or these names that we have claimed for ourselves or have been given. We place our identity in them, thinking that we'll find affirmation out in the world through them. You know, I've thought a fair amount about names and titles lately considering that soon Caitlin and I will give a name to a newborn son, and then I'll gain two new titles, pastor and father, both for which I have longed. But even knowing all that you do about me, my name, my soon-to-be titles, you don't really know me. You don't know what kind of pastor I will be, what kind of father I will be. And if you judged me just by my name, you'd think, I don't know. He might be kind of weird. 
We assume much, but we really can't know a lot about a person from names and titles alone. And I think the same is true for Jesus and why the story of his baptism is so revealing. Thus far in Matthew, Jesus is given all sorts of names and titles. Impressive ones at that. Jesus, meaning Yahweh is salvation. The Messiah, meaning the anointed one. Emmanuel, king of the Jews. I mean, talk about the pressure of living up to such names and titles. But up until now, Jesus has done nothing. He hasn't done anything to earn such names and titles. Everything has happened to him. He was birthed. Named, visited, taken to Egypt, and brought to Nazareth. He may have all sorts of names and titles, and we can and do assume much about him from these, just as the people in Matthew's community did. But Jesus has yet to act or do anything. I mean, what kind of Messiah will he be? How will Yahweh's salvation come from him? In what ways? Will he be Emmanuel, God with us? And how do we, as readers, as hearers of this story, know that these names and titles are right and true? I mean, all of these actions came about from dreams. And I don't know about you, but I don't believe everything that I see or hear in my dreams. It's as if the author of Matthew knew that these questions would arise. And right on time, Jesus shows up to John at the Jordan. It's really an odd event, if you think about it. Why would Jesus, the anointed, need baptism? And if John's baptism is one for the repentance of sins, why would the sinless Jesus need it? The questions are interesting and important, and the early church wrestled with them fiercely. However, if we focus solely on such questions, we risk missing all that this story tells us about Jesus. John sees Jesus arrive and he says, are you sure? Shouldn't you baptize me? And Jesus flips the script adamant to be baptized by John, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness that for us links John and Jesus together. Jesus chose to work with John as partners in mission, carrying out God's saving plan. And then this most miraculous scene unfolds where Jesus comes out of the water, the sky opens, you can see the heavens. The Holy Spirit falls on Jesus in dove form. I wish my baptism was like this. And then God spoke not only to Jesus, but to John, to the others gathered, and says, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. And now, we begin to hear and see more clearly who this Jesus is and how he will act. 
God did not speak of names and titles, but of Jesus' identity. Child of God, beloved. And perhaps even better, God affirms, nay, celebrates his identity, saying, with whom I am well pleased. Jesus did nothing to earn this. He had done no miracles. He had done no feeding of the thousands, no teaching the crowds, no healing the sick. The only thing he did was get baptized. Revealing to us the way he works, not with power or force, but in humble obedience. He partners with John so that Jesus would be the one to bear the sin of all those baptized. Think for a moment of all the names and titles you bear. Some that you love and some you don't. Some you were given and some you have claimed. Some you have worked so hard to earn and for some you still yearn. And yet all of these names, these titles, they don't define you whether you want them to or you don't. They don't give affirmation as to who you are because only baptism does that. In baptism, God claims you as God's own and gives you not a name, not a title, but your identity. Above all, you are a beloved child of God. And because of Christ, God looks upon you and says, with you I am well pleased. You did nothing to earn this. In fact, there's nothing you could do to earn this. God freely gives it to you and we call that grace. I mean, is there anything more that we could want? Anything more that we could need than to know who we are and whose we are? to be celebrated by the one who created us, to be loved and redeemed by the humble and obedient servant who, as the prophet says, brings light to the nations, who opens the eyes of those blind to suffering and oppression, and who will establish justice in the earth. Not only does God give us our identity, but also a mission. Just as Jesus chose to work with John, so also in baptism, God chooses to work with us. Lowly, weak, sinful humans we may be, but that's who composes the body of Christ. We, you and I, have chosen mutually to be partners in mission, of which I'm thrilled. Before that, all of you chose to be partners in mission together, and you have done incredible work. But even before all of that, and most importantly, Christ has chosen you to be a partner in mission. And together, all of us are tasked with the same mission of the humble and obedient servant, 
to bring light to the nations, to open the eyes of those who don't see the suffering and pain around us, and to bring justice in this place and throughout the world. Now, over the next few weeks and months, I will learn your names and your titles. It will take me some time, but I promise I'll get there. But more than that, I want to know who you are. I want to know how you experience God in your life. I want to know what your passions are. I want to know how you feel God is calling us in this place. And I'm confident that we will move forward in the mutual mission that we have not because of our names or our titles, but because of our shared identity. I'm confident because God has called us in righteousness, taken us by the hand, and kept us. God is doing new things in your life, in this place, throughout the world. And together, we will discern, we will act, and we will give praise to the one whose name is the Lord. Amen.